Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. All in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Abigail Williams, welcome to the one-on-one interview. I am Scott Patterson. This is the I Am All In podcast, iHeartRadio, 111 Productions. Abigail Williams is 22 years old, and she just watched Gilmore Girls for the first time. And she wrote an article for Vogue. And tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from why you wrote the article you're experiencing seeing Gilmore Girls for the first time. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Like you said, my name is Abigail Williams. I work for Vogue magazine, just fresh off an internship last summer. Um, Now I'm employed and I just thought what would be a more fun way to ring in the new season, especially fall with watching the Gilmore Girls for the first time. It was just trending on TikTok and I thought I've never seen this. I'm going to pitch it to an editor and see if this is something they'd go for. And it was, and I'm excited. How was how it? What do you mean it was trending on TikTok? Gilmore Girls, fall, watching, rewatching? Yeah, I think it's okay. experiencing some sort of a Gen Z revival just because I don't know oh, if yeah. a lot of people in my generation have seen it, but it's like the quintessentially fall cozy girl show. Everybody mm-hmm. are making edits about it. I don't know if you know, like they'll cut audios from the show and then put it against these like aesthetic all cutesy videos. And I was like, right. this seems cool. I don't know what this is. So. I've seen uh, plenty of these and I do conventions and uh, people, young, you know, seven year old girls and boys come up to me dressed as a character and, you know, uh, they want to meet me and they want to talk about the show and the whole thing. Yeah. So everybody's yeah. discovering this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Netflix has made it in a yeah. continuous continuous cycle for for years now um 
So what had you, were you aware of the show before you watched it? What had you heard about it? So you just simply discovered it off of TikTok. Nobody was talking about it, right? No, people went, were posting videos about it on Instagram and TikTok, and that's how I discovered it. Um, and I've only seen like the famous Birkin bag scene where Rory doesn't know where Birkin is, but mm-hmm. that was all I knew about the show. Gotcha. So. So I, I let me get a feel for who you love and who you don't love. And before we start getting into your article, who's your favorite character? Uh, I it's controversial among I feel like my age, but I, I my favorite's Lorelai. I love her. Why? She's just well. I saw the marvelous Mrs. Maisel first, and so when I first ah. started watching the show, mm-hmm. I immediately picked up on like Midge's dry, like really quick witted humor. And I talked about it in my article, like I realized it was the same um, creator, but Lorelai just gave me that midge feeling and she's so headstrong, the whole like mother daughter issue and her, I mean, Luke kind of just like stayed with her for eight to nine years before they got together. And it was just so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like messy characters who I can kind of relate to. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So which character annoyed you the most? Um, annoyed me the most. I feel like, in a good way or just my least favorite character? I would think annoyed qualifies as that. Yeah. Least favorite. Um, least favorite character. I would have to say, um, I'm not sure. Cause I, Paris annoyed me a lot through the series, but then I ended up really loving her, but she was annoying mm-hmm. for like all of children high school. Like <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I was like, Rory, just like, move they just transferred to a different class like she's right, always right, near you right. but yeah but she does she does tend to grow on you doesn't she she does which is why yeah. i'm like she was my least favorite but she might be one of my favorites now so. so what was your favorite gilmore girls era or season um i would say the jess and rory era mm, mm. just when even though it's kind of like i was the big supporter of dean and I didn't really like how Rory just kind of left Dean to his own devices and just was like, oh, bye, I'm going to like hang out with Jess now. But I will say that I feel like Jess really understood her. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like they had a lot more in common. And the whole arc with like, it was like a father-son arc with Luke and Jess. I just really right. appreciate it. He was just kind of a loner, but also misunderstood. And I just, I like the era. Yeah, I, I think of of all of them, I think Jess definitely really got her and they mm-hmm. were very similar in a way. They both had a kind of a similar darkness and a similar chip yeah. missing. Um, yeah. But they understood each other. And they were I think I think he was as smart as she was, just completely troubled person. Yeah. Um yeah. not that saying she wasn't. I mean, she has her own issues, but uh, not like him. Mm-hmm. Um so what what's your favorite thing about the show? What do you like about the show so much? I just love how, like a lot of people say online, it's the quintessential fall show. But I also think it's a form of escapism in the sense that, like, I don't live in a small town, but I really love the vibe that Stars Hollow gives. And I think that's what makes it relatable for, or just interesting for a lot of people, is that it's it's cozy. It's something that you want to turn on with, like, I don't know, a Mm -hmm. cup of hot chocolate. Like, Mm -hmm. you just get sucked into this really cute, new england town and it's not like other shows where there's a lot of drama that's happening but it's sort of emotional in a way that you have to take a break from it it's really uplifting and i feel like you know it's i'm light. having a bad day it's right. like it's like and so are you in new york or la or i'm in new york city you're in yeah. new york okay and you grew yeah. up there 
Okay. Yeah, I grew up um, going to school in New York City, but I was born in Jersey. So, oh, like, yeah. You from Jersey? I'm from Jersey. Where? What part? I was born in Jersey City. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in Philly, raised in Jersey, went to Rutgers. You know, it's a nice. whole Jersey, whole Jersey story. Uh, what do you dislike about the show? Anything? Um. Yeah. One really big thing that I feel like I've heard online all over is just. Rory dropping out of Yale made mm, absolutely yeah. no sense to me until oh. I started reflecting on it. But just, it was, she's, even though she's soft-spoken and she's like the angel of the town and everybody loves her, I feel like she still has grit to her. And you saw that when Paris was like beating on her and she kind of gave her pushback and just a lot of things up until that moment, you saw Rory kind of push back on people who didn't believe in her. And then all of a sudden, Mitchum, I think his name is Huntsberger, nope. is like, you just don't have it. And she just folds. And I was so I was so pissed. I was like, Rory, what are you doing? And I felt like Lorelai. I was like, what like what are you doing? I feel like, you know, she has a right to her own autonomy and she can figure out what she needs to figure out. But at the same time, you know, you're rooting for this girl and you you want to see her win. And I was just like, Rory, what are you doing? Like but in, 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 in a real sense, in real world terms, she was overprotected. She was living mm-hmm. in this tiny little town. And yeah. this is probably the first time somebody said no to her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why in my article, I started reflecting on it after I binge watched the entire show. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this makes sense because she's had this amazing support system and it's not her fault that she lives like this is how she grew up, but she she didn't have that sort of outside perspective of somebody telling her, you absolutely can't do this and there's no way that you're going to make it. She always had a really good support system. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like she was in this bubble and sort of coddled, but also, I mean, she had to she had to go through it in her own way, which is. I, th- I think what a. You know, a more accurate statement coming out of Mitchum would have been, "You, I don't think you can handle this environment in my publications." Mm-hmm. But you know, to paint her with such a broad brush, I thought was yeah, that's a tough hit to take for. Anybody. I mean, it's low. It's pr- also coming from mm. an adult who's worked in the industry for so long, and just to cut this person. But I mean, he's off. like he's a he's a known. I mean, he's a powerful, very you know, he's one of the most yeah. powerful guys in all media. Yeah. What a what a crushing blow. I always defended yeah. her on that, but I think it's the first time she's really gotten whacked, you know. And yeah. Well, truly. You know, yeah. He Which I I thought it would there was a deeper subplot where he just gave her the internship just to just to like kick her down, but that that never came mm. up. So I was like, maybe I'm just maybe that's the 2010s drama that I'm expecting. Yeah, I think I. What I got from it was that he uh, was just trying to apologize for how she was treated at that dinner with yeah. with, with his wife yeah. and his family. <laughs> they were so horrible to her. <laughs> Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. 
AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. So talk to us about Emily and Lorelai, uh, uh, you know, their dynamic. And the article said you could uh, sympathize with both sides. Uh, mm-hmm. Did... did did your uh, side change uh, when you watch a series? Yeah, I think I think watching the series definitely made me think about things in my life. I just, you know, as the daughter in the mother-daughter relationship, you're always going to automatically have a bias between like not feeling like you have enough freedom or wanting to just get away from what you've known for so long in order to pursue, you know, your what makes you happy. And Emily and Lorelai had this thing where Lorelai felt trapped and she felt claustrophobic. But I think my, what changed for me was that flashback scene where they show Emily picking up the note from Lorelai and seeing that her daughter has run away. And so there was a, there was a buildup before that it was her daughter going to the hospital without calling her. And all of these things that happened where Lorelai just started drinking the amount of communication that they had and then totally cut her off out of her life. I feel like that's when it hit me and I was like, well, I can see how this feels on Emily's side where you all of you have your daughter under your roof and all of a sudden she's gone and she doesn't talk to you. And so I, I sympathize with her because, you know, you never want that to happen with any relationship in your life where somebody just like completely cuts you off, especially if you love them so much. And even though they had, um, really turbulent relationship um you can see that emily really loves her at the end of the day throughout the entire series that even though she does like 
you know, bribe her to get her to come to family dinners? And is that the most healthy way to talk to your daughter? Probably not. But mm-hmm. in her own weird ways, she was just trying to get closer to her. So I sympathized. And, you know, Lorelai was tough customer at those dinners. I mean, she said, yeah. some, I mean, it was just insult after insult after veiled insult and insults mm-hmm. in your face. And Emily just sort of, you know, took the shot. Just took it. Eating. Yeah. You know, they'd roll I their mean, eyes and, and Lorelai has her flaws and you have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that sometimes she was like out of, like out of pocket, you know, like yeah. I think especially when Rory said that she had applied to Yale and Lorelai just, you know, just lost it at dinner. It's like, well, that was her choice, but also you can't blame your parents for everything, you know, mm-hmm. and she just mm-hmm. kind of took it out on them. And it was one of those those scenes where you're just like, Lorelai is just acting out and she has a lot of baggage that she needs to get through. So mm-hmm. what, what are your overall thoughts on Emily's mother? I think that in her own way, she thought that she was doing the best she could, but um Sometimes she didn't respect her her daughter's autonomy and she was trying to project all of these these expectations on her when she was little and try to pre- like prep her for the primp society that they lived in in Connecticut but didn't really I don't know it doesn't seem like they ever had a conversation that was helpful between the two of them where she was like Lorelai do you actually want this I mean Lorelai's whole I think character arc was just her trying to express that she never felt heard her mother mm-hmm. so i feel like there was just lack of communication but also lack of listening on both sides and that's that's what's relatable to to their relationship that i really mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so uh, so you think rory dropping out of yale is out of character for her is that is that is that what you said in your article i thought it was until i realized that she had a more sheltered childhood that I wasn't right, right. acknowledging. But when I went through that, when I when I first saw those few episodes and people online kind of like they skip those intentionally. I saw a video where somebody called it like her dark days where they just like don't want to they don't want to hear it. They don't want to go through it. But I felt like it was out of character because she was she was always trying to just climb the ladder in order to, mm-hmm. you know, she had been mm-hmm. dreaming about Harvard her entire life. Right. And even though she, she always had a, Yale, she always had a plan, she always had a always. plan and right. it didn't see it. I wasn't under the impression that anyone was going to get in the way of that. But then you look at stuff like her moving from, from Harvard to Yale in like a very, very short amount of time. I just think that there are points in her life where you can, you can pinpoint where she kind of just like rolls over. And I wasn't mm-hmm. acknowledging that until you know, until it happened. Right. So. You think uh, Richard and Emily did her a disservice by allowing her to drop out and move in with them? I think in some way they were treating Rory the way that they wish they tra- treated Lorelai. Um, and I feel like to me, that's part of the reason why Lorelai took it so hard because not mm-hmm. only did they go against her and go behind her back and, you know, let her drop out and not be on her side because they were going to, they were going to like, they were going to team up against her and get her to, you know, enroll. But I just think that they had made a lot of mistakes with Lorelai that they wish that they could counteract. And Rory was their second chance. Mm -hmm. Do I think like Richard says, 
after maybe like a few months that he wished he would have pushed her to enroll. But then again, there's just so many deeper family dynamics that just come to play with Rory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Do you think the fans deserved a Luke and Lorelai wedding? I do. Even I did. I did watch the revival, too. Because I, I got a lot of feedback on the story because I, I, I watched the series and I was like, do I watch the revival? Like, is it worth it? And people were like, <laughs> yeah, watch it. And I know that we did like get a wedding, but in, but it was like an elopement. I wanted the big, I wanted to see her in the perfect dress, in the perfect, mm-hmm. in the perfect mm-hmm. church, in the perfect, yeah. like, you know, June day. And I felt cheated. That's a, I don't know how you felt about that. I felt I regret. I felt really cheated. I yeah. really did. I was shocked when I read the uh, the scripts for the uh, yeah the Netflix uh, episodes. I was I just shocked. I just felt like they were prolonging the inevitable, and mm-hmm. there was so like I said, even though we weren't there for the eight or nine years of buildup, like Luke was there for the eight and nine years of buildup. Like we were mm-hmm. in like six seasons of buildup, like mm-hmm. this long like slow burn and you just want to see it come all the way together and then you mm-hmm. had build up between like luke and rory's like father-daughter relationship and you wanted to see like a you know that wrapped up with a nice little bow and see you know he was there for all of her her big moments and milestones like i want i want to see it all come together like i that's what they deserved and where's i still the, don't where, right where's the payoff for the character and where's the yeah. payoff for the relationship and where's the payoff for the fans yeah it didn't happen yeah 
Oh, and I know, weird. I know there wasn't a, like, I know it kind of happened in the revival, but I still, I wanted, I wanted that wedding, you know? So. Right. That was really all about her moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, Luke wasn't involved in her moment. Right. And yeah. arguably that's the direction it had to go in or should have gone in, but still it, it, mm-hmm. it was odd. I, it yeah. felt a little off. Um, do you feel like Luke was the one for Lorelai? Absolutely. I'm 100% he's Luke. I, I do. I, you know, he, he was all, like I said, he was always there for her during all of her, like, quote unquote eras. Like when she was with Max Medina, he was always like sort of in the background. And I, I wish that like earlier in the early seasons when I didn't know what was going to happen, I was like, Luke, like stand up for yourself. Like, say something. <laughs> you know, I was like, ask her out, like, you know, do something. Um, and I was just like, okay, I understand. Like we need to, we, like they need to give an, uh, the audience like something on the back burner, like to root for. But I was like, he's, and he wasn't exactly, I don't think your character was 100% like pining for her. Like he wasn't in her face. Oh, he was. He just he just was playing it cool. Yeah, he was playing it cool. But he, he's yeah. that guy. He's yeah. he's not gonna allow himself to get humiliated or hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is why I was like Lorelai, like are you, like like look in front of you, like every single right. morning. I just didn't. I was I was like, like do something. And you think they could? You think they could have milked that for another couple seasons, or was that season four the right time for the first kiss? Season four, I was getting antsy. I was like, it needs to happen. And I, uh-huh. I think it happened in the right time. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I always, I like never bought the Max Medina, her getting married to Max Medina. Like, well, like I got a new, like, okay, he's going to leave. Like, you can't just have Luke here and like not realize. And, you know, all her, like Suki and out, like all of her, for like the entire town, which is like when you have the entire like small town backing this, you know, mm-hmm this entire this couple that they think is you know a match made in heaven together you you know the audience is like yeah like when is it gonna happen Mm. so So talk to me about Lorelai's style what do you love about it oh I just think it's the 2000 like early 2000s revival like I don't know in 2014 it was the 80s and then earlier like later it was the 90s and now we're kind of in the like early aughts period Mm. and it's just I mean, I say in my article, like, I want her entire closet. Like, everything that's cute now is what was what she was wearing in the series, which mm-hmm. is maybe why a lot of people oh, want to watch it as well. That is it's interesting. Her her baby tees, her, like, low-waisted flare jeans. And, you know, she's, she's young for who people consider are a mom. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see yourself in in what in her closet right now and also kind of rory's i did not mention though that rory's like opening scene where she has that cable knit sweater um Uh is something that people are like coveting right now so it's just a lot of gilmore's closet content that's just i mean luke had the flannel and that was pretty big in like 2015 so i will give you that you were your closet was the first thing that was like trending so okay (laughs) so lorelei gilmore fashion icon yeah 100%. 100%. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you, Abigail. Uh, I you. would recommend everybody going to Vogue.com 
uh, and reading this article. It's entitled, I'm 22, and I just watched Gilmore Girls for the first time. Here were my thoughts. Vogue.com, Abigail Williams, thank you so much. Good luck on uh, uh, an ever successful career, building your career, uh, and we're looking forward to more content from you. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. forget follow us on instagram at i am all in podcast and email us at gilmore at iheartradio.com all summer the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices but what if there was another way With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.